Hart, Laura and Mitch. Come on in. It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Back again. You know we do that every day. We go, it's Tuesday. It's like people have gone to three o'clock and they haven't realised what day it is yet. So just in case, it's your daily reminder. Do you know why? Because I genuinely often forget what day it is. So this is a reset for you, Brit. It's a reset for me more than it is for anyone in the car. Do you know what? I had the, I had a really cute little parenting moment recently. Well, actually, earlier today. I have two daughters, Molly Mae, Lola. One's four, one's two. Every so often I have these moments in life where I'm like, my children are so different. Like, how do you create with the same partner, two little girls, you bring them up the same, and yet they turn out to be completely different people. So we were sitting in a cafe and Molly, who is like very... She's just like, she's very well behaved. She's very proper. She likes rules. She likes structure. She's sitting there colouring in and just being all angelic. And then my two-year-old had a paper bag on her head and was screaming "Ah!" over and over and over and then ate food off the floor. And I was like, it's just chalk and cheese over here in the Johnson house. Was she screaming because the paper bag was stuck on her head? No, she put it on there. and then (laughs) scream. She didn't want anyone to take it off. So she was just yelling with a paper bag on her head. And the other one was literally doing maths. I feel like... You, Laura, as a mum, would be more like the two-year-old with the paper bag on it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Totally. I say this is shocking, but it's actually the dynamic of my sister and I. She's like the A personality type, and I was the one with the paper bag on my head. So it's cute. Actually, exactly the same for me and my sister. We're best friends. We're only two and a half years apart, but we could not be further more opposite from each other. How yeah, does that in, in who we are. I'm the I'm the chaos, and she's like the organised angel. I'm the gay brother. That's that's all I am. <laughs> you play your sister. roles. I play my. We all play our roles, guys. That's not all you, you are the one who you're walking not a, out in their dresses. Yeah, it's also not a role. <laughs> it's not an act. I'm not putting it on. <laughs> all right, you lot. <laughs> we have a really big show, um, but I have discovered. The mother-in-law from hell. Now, it's not my mother-in-law. It's a mother-in-law that's trending on TikTok. But wait, do you see what she did? What an absolute twat. Chaos. Okay, let's get the show started. Tuesday on The Pickup. Okay, I have found the ultimate mother-in-law from hell. Now, it's not my mother-in-law, to be clear, but there's this video circulating online. You ever seen at a wedding where, like, People, it's, it's almost like people say, does anyone, you know, disagree to this wedding? What's the... Oh, if you object to this wedding. Object. Yeah. I object. Yeah, it's no always, one ever does. No. no, it's almost like that, but like <laughs> too late. Like we're already in the ceremony. So this video that's going viral at the moment is a bride and groom who are doing their wedding speeches. And the bride has just finished her speech to the husband. And she sort of like you know, in jest was giving it to him. She was like talking about his flaws. and But I feel like that's what you do. It's funny. Like, like a mini rose. Well, I think it's, it's usually, a mini rose. Isn't it usually like, I love you despite your flaws? Like, you know, not that it's a rose. You're like, you know, these are the things that you're not good at, but I love you anyway. That's why we're perfect for each other. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, she made the mistake, the bride, of, of listing some of the flaws in the speech. And now the bride's sister was filming and she has released this video because the groom's mother, so her mother-in-law, was not happy. She was offended. Have a listen. You're not going to say my son has flaws. <laughs> <laughs> we can give, we can you give can leave. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. <laughs> You're not going to ruin my You are not going to say my son has flaws. Wow. Everybody has flaws and that's why I love them. You can leave, yeah. Judy. Like, you don't have flaws. You can leave. You can get out of my wedding now. I'm not leaving. Was the wedding at a school canteen? They're all so close oh, to each other. I know. It's very echoey. That so, is hideous. So they're fully going each other and then they kick the mother-in-law out. They're like, get get out. Like, I've had enough. You're, you're ruining my wedding. 
And she's like, I'm not leaving because I, I paid for your dress. Wild scenes. Can I tell you, as someone who has been in a situation similar to that at a wedding, what? As, a, as a guest, you don't know what to do. Yeah, at my cousin Crystal's wedding, um, her dad got up when asked if anyone wanted to object. Her dad, Ross, who's my uncle, Uncle Ross, like okay, yeah, I know crazy Uncle, Uncle Ross. Ross. You've all met Uncle yeah. Ross at family things. He got up and instead of objecting, he put on a pair of Elvis glasses, a beanie, a gold chain and no. decided to rap. Wait, was he <laughs> rapping? In solidarity, was he rapping in like it's solidarity? Well, like, was he? Did he not want well, him to get married? Like, it, what was the purpose of the rap? He was the father of the bride, so it was kind of a handing over of my daughter to the to the groom in a weird way. But he, he set it up with the DJ. He goes, DJ, play the track, and, then <gasps> and the, he had a necklace and, and then frick it, frick it, and then a beanie gets thrown to him by a cousin that's in, in you know in on it. He oh puts the beanie no. on, and then he rap, and then everyone at the wedding. It was one of those moments where we all can like grab each other on the leg and go, "What is? You're like, you, please no. This can't be real. This can't be real. What kind of this, stuff was he? rapping do you remember oh my god it was to empire state of mind he'd written his own lyrics to the <laughs> hit alicia keys song he had his own lyrics. i actually have uncle ross here i thought let's get him on and because i want to see what goes through someone's mind to make a choice like that ross oh. welcome to the pickup do you remember this happening uh yes because i was stressed out before doing it there's a, it wasn't empire state of mind it was called sydney state of mind where oh, they actually oh, yeah. rewrote the lyrics <laughs> the yeah but also i love that uncle ross you're acting like it's like your cold play coming to australia like people came from all not for not for you it was for the wedding but also why yeah. what like what in why? that moment in that moment why like what part of you were like this is the way that i want to celebrate or you know oppose my daughter's wedding well i know um it's laura's uh, anniversary um, or she's just had it. Yeah. And yeah. I remember going through all the stress of my own wedding many years ago, and I hated going to weddings. Most guys do because you always get pressure. Oh, when are you two getting married? And you go, yeah. oh, here they go again. So when I had my wedding, I decided to do something different, and I got dressed up as Frank Spencer from Some Mothers Still Have Them. Yes, and then I his wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so he's got a he's got a chook raffle at his wedding. <laughs> I'm, so. I'm getting the vibe here that weddings are just they're, they're a curious time. You never know what's going to happen if you're there. Correct, correct. I've, I've actually after doing these things, people say, "Can you come and do something silly at our wedding?" I go, "All right." Oh, Uncle Ross, Uncle Ross you I have to do you have to do Mitch's wedding. I don't Uncle think Ross. you've been asked. No, I'm, I'm very busy. Uncle Ross, thank you for coming <laughs> on the show. We, we'll have to get that recording and we'll have to play it on the yeah, show I think one so. day. Well, coming up, um, my husband has a very interesting new parenting technique and I have some very strong feelings about it. I think it is I don't think you guys are going to agree with it. All right, we'll get that next on the pickup. So Matt, my beautiful partner, he has a a new parenting technique which I don't think I agree with. And now look, I agree with a lot of the things that he does. I think we're very much on the same page when it comes to how we raise our girls. But this is something that I don't really and can't get behind. So Matt has said recently that if the best way to kind of show a kid that they shouldn't do or behave in the way that they're behaving is to do it back to them. So if they're pushing their sister, just give them a little push. If they're being mean or they're like whatever it is that they're doing, obviously don't push them hard. It's not what I'm saying, guys. But if they're they're doing something that's mean on repetition, doing that behaviour back to them shows them that it's not nice because the kids will then experience it themselves and then they'll, you know, consider maybe they shouldn't or they should kind of, you know, change their behaviour. Yeah, like the old... taste of your own medicine. Yeah, the old how does that feel? Not nice, is it? Yeah, Yeah. exactly, right? So this played out recently in our household. Um... Molly May was sitting, Molly May's four, she was sitting on Matt's lap and they were like playing a game and then she farted on him and then started laughing and ran away. <laughs> and now look, I 
I mean, it's disgusting. She shouldn't fart on a dad. She thought it was very funny. Like she intentionally did. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like she'd stored it up, and then oh, it, it was like, a, no, no, not even remotely. She like aimed and fired straight wow. at her dad. Half an hour passes, and Marley and I are having a cuddle on the couch, and Matt walks over, and he farted on our four-year-old. <laughs> Oh no! Can he you paint didn't. the picture? Did he squat? Did he like put his butt? He squeezed. Where out. was it? Yeah, did he, he squat? He walked past. He walked very close to her, and he farted on her leg. And was and it a he, loud one? Like, yep. And then he ran away laughing, and she started crying. And now look, oh, I would she cry looked, too if Matt farted on she me. She cried. She cried <laughs> from the stench. I'm the not shock. laughing. I don't think this is funny. Okay, I think did it's it terrible. Because you're in the yes, you're it's in awful. Line, yes, yeah. he's disgusting. He's a disgusting high, high protein man, diet, and he farted totally. on he's our very child. Attractive, yeah. And I'm sure someone's going to be like, "That's not fair. You can't do that to children. Somebody save them." But look. On one hand, yes, I think it was a very effective way of teaching her that it's not nice to fart on people. But on the other hand, I don't think that this can be the benchmark for how we parent our children. I'm not opposed to, like, teaching a kid, like, you know, it doesn't feel nice, does it? Like, if they pull someone's hair, give them a little tug. It doesn't hurt. Like, I'm not opposed to that. But the thing I find funny here, Laura, is your opinion on this, right? Mm. So you're really against Matt coming and farting and, and you're like, you can't do that, it's disgusting. You Mitch, can't fart Mitch, on a four-year-old. Mitch, do you, do you remember on the show Laura talking about what she thinks about farts? It's flooding and back to me. Yeah. I can smell oh, the hypocrisy. Yeah. Or did you just let one out? Because Probably both. I, a couple you, weeks ago. Hypocrisy no, no. or is Fluffy off the chain? No, no, a couple weeks on the show ago, you, Laura, you said this. Don't fart on them because I know you and Maddie, before you even oh. say anything, you and your husband Maddie J, Laura, <laughs> you are farting machines. They walk around the house it's it's a game. Who it's can fart each? And they have a tallies. They fart on each other. They mm. we don't fart mm. on each other. He what did on you me, just tell me? Okay, I don't fart on him. He backed up into you. Sometimes he will like reverse into me and pretend like because he does this as like a nice affectionate thing as well. He uh-huh. gets my arms and he wraps my arms around him. We'll have a cuddle. But every so often he'll do it and he'll actually just fart in my lap because he's revolting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Can you say what? Mm. So this what is- do you think the kids are going to do if they they see their parents thinking it's funny to fart on each other? Well, I think they were setting a very bad example. But I. I stand by this. Farts are funny. They are funny. It is funny. Not wrong. But you should not do it on your child, okay? This is just opening up a can of worms that I don't think we need in our household. It's just teaching me so much about parenting. It's just you just flip-flop based on what's funny. Like you just pick and choose. You're like, Like, this is how you this is how you should (laughs) behave, except for if it's funny, and then that's fine. Okay, at the end of the day, Matt needs to stop farting on his kids. (laughs) Matt needs to stop farting on everyone. I completely agree. Okay, and if you're listening to this and you come from child services, the kids are I swear they're fine. Speaking of kids, after the break, I'm gonna update you on my half frozen future babies, my my fertility journey, because I, I put my eggs on ice. So I'm going to let you know how that went. Okay. That's after this on the pickup. <laughs> you guys know what, well, maybe you don't know, but for the last little while, I've been taking you on my fertility journey. And when I said little while, this journey has been going on three years now, but uh, this year I have done two cycles of egg freezing. Um, so I did... You know, I've been updating you along the way and I just have the final update for you on this journey. Well, before we get it, though, I mean, Laura, you'll remember this. I do because, Britt, we were all so, so emotional last time you gave us an update on the show. This is what went down. I really got four. Oh, I only got four eggs, which is really low, and then one of those eggs immediately was no good. So I ended up with only three eggs and having had 15 last time and knowing that 15 only makes it one child. 
So I guess the thing here is that that update happened straight away, right? Like I gave you, and that's in case you're wondering what all that noise is. I was had just come out of the operation then yeah. when I when I had recorded that I was updating my family, but the update on that update was so originally I thought I had three because that's what they said. Like this is when you just wheeled out, you know, they've literally just sucked them out of you. Um, but I turned out I had none. So I thought I had three, which I was upset about because that's not very good. Um, and I ended up with none that round at all. They just were not suitable for a multitude of reasons. How did this last round go for you, Britt? Because so th- this is the third round of egg freezing now that you've done. Yeah, and it was really uh, hit me really hard when I went through that whole process and didn't get anything because I didn't want to do it again. So I, I was worried going into this one. Um, but we did double the dose of hormones. So I, I'm still right now, I'm two days post, but I'm very uncomfortable. I'm still in a lot of pain. Um, I'm too much information, but I'm still wearing a pad because, you know, you can get light bleeding, things like that. Um, wow. But I did. Mitch is like, whoa. No, it's just you don't realise. Yeah. yeah you hear IVF it. and you go, you just think it's an injection. I do. And that's my naivety. But no, yeah. there's so much to it. Mm. No, there is so much to it. Yeah. But um, this time, because of the double dose, I'm very happy to report I got Eight-ish eggs, um, and I say ish. So we're still waiting to find out exactly what that looks well, like. Well, yeah, because two, two of them look like they might have been dropped home on the way yeah. home from the market. You know, like <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, you go, you go to the market, you get your dozen eggs, and a <laughs> yeah. couple got a crack in them. So there are you two gotta that laugh, are, don't you? You got to laugh. Mm. There are two that are a little bit dodged that we don't know if they're gonna. <laughs> they're the ones that you're probably gonna put on ice in case of an emergency, but they're not gonna be your first choice. Well, like you've been so, you've been so. Are open and um, vulnerable in sharing your journey so far with this, and I know that your fertility journey, like you're not you're not at the end goal yet, but you've definitely been sharing it along the way, and I think that visibility has been so important. And also, we've had people who have written into the pickup saying how much you talking about it has helped them. And the last time you shared your experience, we had Emma call up and mm. she was talking about how she was going through another round of IVF. Yeah. And at that point in time, we were waiting to find out whether... So I she, say we were waiting well, like she, all of us. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was waiting. So like she had just done her round yeah. of IVF and she was waiting to find out whether she was pregnant or not. Literally, like she was waiting as in that day. Well, we actually have Emmy here. Um, she's got a bit of an update. For you, Brit. Hi, Emma. Oh, nice. Hi, Emma. Oh, my God. I've, I haven't been able to sleep at night since that call. Well, they were actually trying to call me while I was on the phone to you oh. guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. We were stopping you from getting that information. Sorry. <laughs> okay. To give me my news, but I am pregnant. Oh, Emma, congratulations. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clapping you. into the microphone. Like I feel like Mitch has some. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, how many rounds of IVF did you end up going through? So I'm very, very lucky and it's probably a rare case that in terms of IVF, I only needed to do the one full round of IVF. Yeah. Um, but we did three years of ovulation induction, so mm. the medication, the tracking and so forth. It's just as much effort, isn't it? And it's just as much drain on you emotionally. Yeah, What's the, what was the feeling yeah. like, Emma? Like I can only imagine when you got the call. Was it, was it relief? Like what was the emotion? Um, I was crying out in the main street um, when they told me. Um, I probably didn't believe them, to be honest. Like, it's a bit of a, after three years of negative pregnancy tests, you start to get a bit cynical and think it won't actually happen. Um, So, yeah, I was probably a bit sceptical and then nervous to have a repeat 
blood tests, like just hoping your levels need to rise. So just very nervous about that. I'm so happy for you. Huge congratulations. It's crazy that Brit has become the face of pregnancy in this country. You are the face which of is babies. Not, which I'm, you know, I, no. I am absolutely not. In a good way, I'm, that's what we want. Maybe the face of like egg freezing. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I think it's so great how you speak about it, Brit. And I think mm. for so many people who are going through it, it's amazing to be able to hear somebody who is in that and experiencing it rather than just hearing the happy result right at the end. Yeah, yeah totally. Good luck, Emma. Big Thanks for letting you, us Emma. know. Um, if you missed any of the show today, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Also, yeah. I, I should say, we have still have $1,000 cash up for grabs thanks to Binge. Yes, because Binge are celebrating women, all kinds of women. About time someone celebrated women. Can I say that? <laughs> mm, yeah. Mitch, you need to celebrate us more. I feel like we oh, celebrate yeah. ourselves. It's all right. <laughs> no, but you can head to thepickup.com.au to win $1,000 cash, and that is all thanks to Binge. All right, let's go home. See you guys.